It is no secret that the travel industry has undergone some major changes in the past few years. And even though it is back and booming, so much of why and how we travel has changed. Welcome to Travel Redefined. I'm Sarah Dandeshi and I'm your host, and I'm excited to talk to thought leaders in the hospitality and travel space for insight on the future of travel. Hey listeners, really quick before we jump into this episode, we are doing a quick survey for the show and for our listeners so that we can learn what you love about the podcast and how we can continue to bring you the content that you love more often. So in the show notes below, we have a link for you that will redirect you directly to the survey. Once you fill it out and hit submit, you're good to go and you can continue to listen to the show. So thanks so much. And now back to the episode. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Travel Redefined. It is the holidays right now. Uh, so I want to go ahead and keep this particular show a little on the short side because this should be a time that you are unplugging, enjoying your time with friends and family the best that you can. But it's also a really great time to think ahead to next year. And especially if you work in the travel industry, especially if you love travel and you're maybe thinking about where could I be traveling to this next year? Hopefully this will give you a little bit of insight as to what we're kind of seeing. Um, Maybe it'll even resonate with you that you're like, wow, that actually makes sense. These are the type of destinations I'm looking at for next year. So we'll kind of go ahead and dive into what we are seeing for 2023 travel trends. Now, if we want to look back just a little bit to kind of give ourselves some perspective, 2022 was definitely the year of bucket list travel. People were not afraid to spend a lot of money. People were ready to get back out there. And we saw that this past summer, the summer of 2022 was so busy. And we've seen, you know, rates across the board from hotels uh, to airlines to even vacation rentals being some of the highest rates that we've kind of had ever. And people were willing to pay for it because hey, it had been a while. But now moving forward, moving into 2023, people have already sort of began to scratch that travel itch, so to speak. So they're going to be looking at travel in a different way. Yes, they're still carrying that feeling of, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to put it off. So I do want to make time to travel. But maybe it's a mix of feeling like they were okay spending a lot of money, but they found that they weren't necessarily getting a lot of value for what they were spending. That's been a big thing that we've seen in the hospitality industry. Yes, charging more, but you're kind of offering less because we have less staff, less offerings as we're we're kind of still climbing out of uh, the pandemic and COVID protocols. So I think people are going to be a little bit more cautious, not to say that they won't spend a lot of money, but they're definitely going to be be mindful of it. That being said, I see 2023 as being the year of off the beaten path travel destinations. You know, last year was like getting back to all the fan favorites, those big places that like had always been on our list, or maybe we had traveled to, but were always so special to us. So it was going back to those favorite places that we missed. Now this year, I think people are going to be a little bit more thoughtful and they want to dig a little bit deeper. So maybe that means traveling to smaller cities or smaller villages, going into a bigger city, but then going a little bit more off the beaten path. Also, so we're thinking like 
small towns. Also thinking a lot of maybe off the grid options. We are so connected that I think a lot of people really want to go off the grid um, and explore the great outdoors in a different way than when we were exploring the great outdoors, you know, during the pandemic. That was kind of like an option that we really kind of had because there were so many protocols in place. But now this notion of going and exploring the great outdoors because we've gotten back into the groove of things. We've gotten back into life. And now we want to explore it in a way to just really unplug because we are so highly plugged into everything. So the great outdoors will absolutely be seeing an uptick in that. So I had mentioned a little bit of this sort of willingness to splurge, which we saw this past year. There's going to be more discernment when they splurge and they spend their money. And a lot of it will be on value-added experiences. So again, if you've got a business that, you know, you're kind of looking for additional maybe revenue streams, we'll absolutely be seeing travelers willing to spend a little bit of extra money for those value-added experiences, be it more of like a private tour experience or maybe a special upgrade or, or almost even like, you know, once-in-a-lifetime addition, that type of stuff. People will definitely still be spending on that. And even digging deeper more into using travel advisors, people are definitely realizing, okay, it's worth it to have a travel advisor help us plan these epic trips because there is so much going on. So we'll, we'll definitely be seeing that as well too. Wellness retreats. Um, this notion of wellness has been, it was definitely on the rise prior to the pandemic. I think we will absolutely be seeing a continuation of this. And it kind of ties into what I was talking about before, this sort of unplugging. But people are looking into wellness retreats, wellness retreats as a way to kind of like get back, get into those habits that they really want to do, but maybe it's hard for them to do at home. Um, regrouping, it seems like also this year was still quite a big year for a lot of transitions and, and changes. And so I think people are looking to kind of like find these wellness retreats as just a healthier way of traveling and just a different way of traveling. Uh, you know, we can obviously travel as a tourist, we can travel to experience, but then we can also have these themed experiences and these wellness retreats be it um, in remote destinations or places like Costa Rica or be it even cruise ships. You know, some of them are also doing focuses like that. So this focus on wellness is absolutely going to be continue to be really, really big in 2023. I also still see this notion or the continuation of multi-generational trips. Um, we saw it this past year, again, everybody from grandparents to grandkids, or maybe even a, an opportunity for kids to travel with their parents or for adults to travel with their parents. Take these trips because we're really realizing um, we don't have all the time in the world. And if not now, when? And so very much we are embracing this sort of notion. And that's why we want to go and have these experiences with other individuals in our family, because we know how much it means to them. So uh, multi-generational trips will still continue uh, to be very very popular. Now, I mean, those are kind of like the types of travel, some, some different things that we will see where I guess in the end of 2021 and then into 2022, it was a lot of last minute trips because again, things were still changing so much. So people were very flexible. They were like, okay, I don't know when I'm going to go. And the next thing you know, like Monday, they're booking a flight to leave out on Thursday or Friday. So there were a lot of last minute trips. Now, just as we've seen sort of more of a stabilization of, 
the world, relatively speaking, but um, a stabilization of things, we are seeing travelers are going back to planning ahead. There's a little bit more comfort that they can do that. So they're planning now for summer. And this is how they can dig a little bit deeper and do maybe look to those off the beaten path destinations. So that's a cool, um, a cool shift that we're seeing. Again, this leaning back into planning further ahead. And then also off-season travel, really increasing. I have seen so many people that were traveling this past December, this time between Thanksgiving and the December holidays, that early to middle part of December, amazing time to travel because everybody's kind of like waiting to travel on the holiday. But these were great times that you could travel to places where it might not be so crowded. You could find better deals also throughout the fall. Now, why are we seeing this off-season travel, more work flexibility, Absolutely. People are looking to be a little bit more price conscious. And if they're able to kind of swing that and and they're just even more mindful of just being like, okay, well, it is really crowded in the summer. So maybe I do want to travel a little bit before then in May or a little bit after that in like the end of September, October, depending on the destinations um, or finding someplace really cool in February before spring break, whatever that is. Um, It's this acknowledgement of like, okay, there's a lot of crowds out there. Maybe I don't want to necessarily go that route. And I can do something different. So again, more people leaning into this off-season travel, um, which I think is ultimately a really great thing. It it definitely, it eases the pressure on, um, you know, on travel numbers throughout, but um, but it also allows people to have really different experiences as well too. So um, Marriott International actually did a really interesting study. They did a study and they found that 73% of Americans are craving a relaxing vacation and plan to travel by the end of 2023. So that's basically uh, three quarters of Americans are going to go on a vacation. They, or they have a vacation in mind. They're about to plan it. They've planned it between now and the end of of 2023. And then all the reasons why to travel, the biggest thing is they want to relax. Yes, they do. Want, they maybe want to see family. Yes, they maybe want to go do something adventurous. But number one, we just want to relax. <laughs> so um, if that is something that you've been craving, you are not alone. Um, and again, if you've got a property and keep this in mind and maybe curate some of those experiences that tap into those needs and wants of what travelers are looking for. Some other things, uh, people want to know about destinations. We talked about it in general as far as off the beaten path destinations, but what does that mean? Um, We're seeing places like in Spain, like coastal Spain, um, again, maybe flying into some of the bigger cities and then going along the coast, even Portugal as well too. Um, Australia, New Zealand, with that sort of opening up more recently, people are looking to go back there. Japan as well. So a lot of these seem to be kind of like the hot destinations that people are looking looking towards. As for travel trends for hotels, uh, Bleasure Travel continues uh, to be really popular. And a lot of that also has to do kind of like with the price of travel as well too. So it's like if people can, you know, tack on a few days or or kind of blend it into their work travel experience, they're going to do that. By the way, I think this is really funny. A lot of people have actually referred to leisure travel as mullet travel. So business in the front, party in the back. (laughs) 
partying the back end of the trip. Wow. Um, don't know how I feel about that term, but it does make sense. Um, so again, continuing on with this leisure travel, also obviously digital nomads, people doing these longer trips where they can um, and where it, it makes sense. Staycations continue to be big for those that don't want to necessarily add um, the added expenses, but they're, they're looking more into that. Um, and then wellness focus, and then also digital guest experiences. Obviously, people want more of like the mobile key options, the hotel app options, and we'll continue to see that. So again, these are big trends that we're seeing that that travelers and guests are looking for, but then also hotels are sort of providing. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I think what's going to be really interesting going forward into 2023, hopefully we kind of start getting ourselves a little bit out of the craziness that we saw this past summer that bled into a little bit of this past fall um, with like flight delays and that I hopefully we, we seem to be kind of crawling out of that. Uh, that being said, uh, where this summer might have been like the summer of pack your patience. I still think that this will be the year of pack your curiosity. And, and that is, is that people are being a little bit more open minded. And again, going back into digging a little bit deeper, having a little bit more unique experiences. So um, it's going to be an exciting year, 2023. Uh, I'm still putting together my list of where I might be going. Uh, a lot of it is always work focused, but I'm I'm excited, certainly. Uh, but again, also enjoying taking a little bit of this time to unplug. So uh, with that being said, I wanted to keep this episode short. It is in the middle of the holidays. I respect that. And if you did tune in, thank you so much means so much. Um, and hopefully this just gave you a little bit of inspiration and insight that you can start thinking ahead to next year, maybe planning or, or thinking about someplace that you might not have thought of. As always, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. A lot to come this coming year. Uh, it's been a great year so far. So um, stay tuned for more Travel Redefined and have a wonderful new year. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Travel Redefined. Hopefully you've taken away something from this week's guests and that you too are excited to see how travel is evolving. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and subscribe so that you won't miss out on the amazing conversations to come. And until next time, keep on traveling. <laughs>